Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Are you looking to take your media strategy to the next level and make impact with millions of customers? Walmart Connect harnesses the massive reach of America's number one retailer. They can help you connect more meaningfully with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers to find the right audience for your message. They use Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to help you precisely target even niche audiences at scale. Visit walmartconnect.com today to see how they can help you find the customers you want at the scale you need. We've always been looking to what are we trying to build as a platform. And from TikTok's perspective, we're really looking to build a consumer-first experience. The ability to seamlessly be able to go from discovery to purchase. So you see something and you can buy it. The other part of it is you can check out across multiple different brands with one shopping cart, which is something that we've been focused on as well. So we're really looking to build out this marketplace where you can go onto TikTok, you can find a number of different products from a number of different brands, add them all to your cart, and then check out at once. Welcome to today's episode of Brave Commerce. I'm Rachel Tippograph, the founder and CEO of Micmac. I'm Sarah Hofstetter, president of Profitero. And this is a show that talks about what's relevant in e-commerce for the world's biggest brands. So Rachel, used to be, I was a person to go to for social media related questions, and that has not necessarily kept up with the time. So today, I'd like to ask you a few questions about the combination of social and commerce. Or are you game for a little role reversal today? Yeah, but don't act like you're obsolete. You're on the platforms. I'm not obsolete, but you are by far the expert. We all have to own our superpowers. I'm not saying it's my kryptonite. I'm just saying it's your superpower. And I have really been spending a lot of time trying to pick out some furniture lately. And what has been extremely annoying to me is that I'm using a lot of social platforms, trying to pick out like the right couch to match with the right paint color and the lack of integration between social and commerce in some of these platforms is still astounding. And on the flip side, the entirety of integration of social commerce on other platforms is like seamless. What's going on, Rach? Well, my personal opinion is that this isn't really about the consumer. We all know what the consumer wants. What the consumer wants is a frictionless shopping experience 
no matter where they are in the world. What this is really about is big businesses fighting over first party data to monetize. And wait, 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 back it up, back it up, back it up. So all these social platforms are not about the consumer. Billions of consumers spend tons of time every day in social. So from a product standpoint, they're absolutely building community and experiences that is engaging consumers. From a business standpoint, that's what gets in the way. What gets in the way is that companies are trying to figure out how to monetize this consumer attention. And then all of a sudden they realize that their competition isn't just another social platform. It's another platform that can sell advertising to the same advertiser. And in our case, brand manufacturer. And all of a sudden that makes them frenemies in many ways. It does seem very reminiscent of almost like publisher wars of 10 years ago with social media. Like there was user-generated content, then there was the publishers that were trying to build on the backs of the social media traffic. And then the social media providers were like, wait, 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 that's our revenue. It does seem a lot like that with commerce. I mean, I always say what happens in media will soon happen to commerce because it's a similar relationship with the customer. You look at BuzzFeed's most recent earnings, right? BuzzFeed was the prime example of exactly what you're describing. And now they're at a complete loss. In the case of what we're describing today, who's the BuzzFeed? It's the brand manufacturer. Is it the brand manufacturer or is it the retailer? Could it be the retailer that ends up getting disintermediated by virtue of the fact that you can do a closed loop purchase within TikTok? Or is that just not scalable? That will breed is social platforms becoming Etsy. It works for the small medium business. It doesn't work for the billion dollar P&Ls. Certainly with skew proliferation. I think it's it's not even just about the size of the company, although I do think that that definitely plays into it. But how do you count on serendipity of TikTok maybe buy it at the same time of I've got gazillions of SKUs and I need somebody who's going to display them in a way that's going to drive the highest degree of conversion based on the way consumers shop. A hundred percent. That is the real paradigm. And with all of the trials and tribulations around social commerce, this dream that we all have, right, which is a frictionless experience for the consumer, then is challenged by the PL expectations of retail. And so what we're seeing right now, especially in the Western world, is the blurring, right, that we continue to talk about between retail and social. And we're not just seeing it in the ad budgets, we're starting to see it within organizations themselves. Well, yeah, whose job is it anyway? Which is my favorite topic of conversation. Is this something that sits within the sales team because they're trying to sell product? Does it sit within marketing team because that's part of commerce? Does it sit, like it becomes a jump ball, which is either everybody or nobody. But my favorite thing about this is that we no longer have to convince people that social commerce matters. I think every advertiser recognizes that it's within its the top three referral sources of traffic, sometimes the top two, and it's here to stay and it's going to drive an enormous amount of revenue. The big question is just how and who better to answer this is not me. Oh, I don't know. If you could be a guest on Brave Commerce, this would be your topic. I would be happy to talk about this, but I'd rather give the mic today to someone that I think the world is paying attention to who is leading commerce at TikTok in the U.S. Let's bring Sandy onto the show. We are super excited to have Sandy Hawkins, the GM of U.S. e-commerce 
of a pretty well-known company called TikTok. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Sarah. Excited to be here today. Yes, we're so excited for this conversation. There are not many more things that are more relevant than TikTok in this world, so we're excited to get into it with you. All right. Obviously, the theme of the show is e-commerce, and TikTok has been such a driving force the past several years in driving conversion, particularly with this cultural trend of TikTok made me buy it. What is it about the platform that causes products to go viral? You know, what's crazy, Rachel, is that every time I look to see how many video views TikTok made me buy it has, it always goes up and up. When I checked this morning, it had over 50 billion video views, which is just crazy. But I think, you know, why are products going viral or why do people love to go to TikTok to find new products? It's because of the community. And it's what we call our community commerce because people are coming together. It's our creators, it's our consumers. And it's really just this whole new version of word of mouth where you can find out from people who have the same passion as you do and you can find great products. So that feels like a clear distinction of TikTok versus other platforms, the community aspect. I mean, it really is. It's about brands and people finding real reasons to buy products. And do you see it happening on the platform all the time? There's Circle Water Bottles is one of my favorite examples, which is it's a water bottle. You put the flavors into it. I don't know if either of you have seen it or have it, but this is a product that I read last year had over a billion dollar valuation and they called it the TikTok water company because it really didn't have that big of a market share before it started on TikTok. And it's because they just made great short videos and shared it out with the community of how easy it was to add flavor to water. You know, personally, I'm not a great water drinker. And so being able to add flavor to water makes me drink more water. So it just spoke to me. I love it. And frankly, I think this has been the holy grail that the social media movement over the past, call it 15 years, has been dying to achieve and somehow TikTok figured out how to not just address it through the community, but also figure out how to scale it. I think scaling is such a critical part to this more than anything else. And being able to make it so easy to go from experiencing the product, even if it's digitally, to then immediately converting. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course. And I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Ready to unlock the full potential of your media spend? Whether you're looking to launch a new product, build your brand, or help increase sales this quarter, Walmart Connect helps brands make an impact with precise targeting, 
powerful analytics and the reach of America's number one retailer. Walmart Connect offers solutions for advertisers of all sizes on and off Walmart's digital properties and in their stores. From cost-effective sponsored search and self-serve display ads on Walmart's site and apps to connected TV and off-site media across web and social to in-store activations and live events, Walmart Connect can help you deliver the right content to the right Walmart customer at the right step of their shopping journey. And Walmart Connect's closed-loop measurement means they can track the full impact of your campaign on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today to find out how you can start connecting with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers. Walmart Connect. More than media. Meaningful connections. So how does TikTok think about approaching commerce natively as well as from an ads perspective? Like, how do you think about the purchasing ecosystem, if you will, within TikTok? The first thing to understand, Sarah, and Rachel called this out before, is that people on TikTok already have that propensity to buy when they see something that's on the platform. In fact, our community is 1.5 times more likely to go immediately go out and buy something that they discovered compared to other platforms. And so that commerce if you will, thought process or consideration is already there. And so what we're building is really a one-stop seamless ecosystem for commerce. So I ask the question a lot when I'm speaking to brands or if I'm speaking at events, I ask people, you know, to do a show of hands, which we can't do here because we're on a podcast. You know, if you've seen something on TikTok and you want to buy it, do you take a screenshot of it to go and remember to go buy it later? And then I ask people to raise their hand again, if they've actually gone and purchased that product at a later time. And, and a lot more hands tend to go down. And so what we're building in terms of on TikTok from an e-commerce platform is we're going to make it easy to discover that product and then check out very seamlessly. So you don't have to take that screenshot anymore. You see it, you can click on a product link and you can check out all in one experience without ever leaving TikTok. And so we're really looking to simplify how people can browse and buy. So do you look at yourself as a retailer then? You know, in some instances, we definitely can be looked at as a retailer. I don't think that we're there yet. Ideally, at a point in the future, we'll get there. We're still in our testing phase here in the U.S. where it comes to our shop product. But I believe, you know, what a retailer is, is it's a destination where people go to buy things. And so, yes, as our commerce takes place, I would love for TikTok to be a retailer where people do come to buy products because they need them or because they're discovering something new and want them. As you think about that, do you then change who your buyers are at the brand side to people that are more in a sales capacity versus, let's say, a marketing capacity? When we're talking to brands, we are talking to both the commerce team and the marketing teams. We're talking to the commerce teams about being another retail outlet for them, another place where they can drive sales. And we're talking to the marketing teams because right now, content is a huge portion of what drives success on TikTok as a platform, and the marketing teams control that content. And so it really is a partnership between the commerce teams and the marketing teams of how a shop would come together. Sandy, that makes a whole lot of sense and also sounds like a lot of work for you and your team to be navigating these works and having these conversations to talking with brands where the majority of their sales might not come from D to C, but instead mass retail, how does TikTok envision its relationship with these big retailers? I think we're in a position where we're talking to businesses of all different sizes. 
So we're talking to small businesses. We're talking to bigger companies about what those different relationships would look like. Got it. Your role in particular is very much focused on the U.S. business. What's different and maybe even similar about how commerce comes to life for TikTok in the Western world versus the Eastern world where, you know, your parent company, ByteDance, got started? I think overall, there's learnings from every single market. We're looking closely and we're looking at all of the markets that we're currently live in TikTok shop. In the UK right now, what we're looking at is as we're testing in the US, our affiliate marketplace, which is where creators have the ability to represent brands and drive commission for themselves, we're looking at the success that the UK has seen. And so, for example, there's a brand called Rebellious Fashion. And they implemented using the affiliate platform through OpenPlan, which means that you can set up zero restrictions and any creators that qualify can sell product for them. And they saw their revenue increase by 45 times over three months. And so we've seen success using creators on the platform. There's another creator story, which I'll share another small business, which is Carrie Ed Ryan. She had a full-time job as a coffee barista at Costa Coffee in the UK. She launched her own makeup brush brand called Poise, and they're now one of the top makeup beauty brands on TikTok shop in the UK, and they drive over 180K in revenue in one month. And so there's great successes that we're seeing, and we're looking to model after within the US market. Damn, wherever you are, that's a very, very amazing story. So you go, girl. (laughs) I know. I need to figure that one out for myself, maybe. I'd love to know how much those brushes cost. Like, are we talking about like massive volume or just ridiculously expensive brushes? It looks like they might be expensive brushes. This is a great point, Sarah. When people see a product that they like and they see somebody using it and they relate or see that that product can help enhancing that they're looking to do, that they're willing to pay the price for something that has quality. That's a very important differentiator specifically for TikTok because people will ultimately buy brands that they believe in and will pay a premium if they have a reason to believe. And, you know, something I used to talk about it when I was on the creative side, a feeling to believe. And you're giving both rational and emotional reasons to believe that is the only way you're going to get people to pay for a premium product. Because, you know, you can go to your local, I guess if it's in the UK, you can go to your local boots and find yourself something a little bit more uh, downstream or you could actually go and invest in something that is going to give you theoretically a a much better look. I appreciate the immersive experience that you can bring that will actually help build these kinds of businesses. And it's a great call to action to large companies. It's a phenomenal call to action to large companies to say, look, you may have the brand's equity, but they have the emotional connection. So how do you find a way to have your cake and eat it too? I feel like Companies like EOS and ELF, they're really straddling that in a very good way, figuring out how to be a big company, but also be more relevant and be more emotional. I think it's a great call to action for some larger organizations. Well, they're authentic, Sarah, and they listen to the community, right? Which is what we were talking about in the beginning, which is they're really leaned in and they're hearing and seeing what's happening on the platform. And the reason they're able to build their own communities on the platform is that they're listening to what their audience wants and what their audience is looking for, they actually build for them. They come out with new products or they change a certain product. Or in the case of EOS, they made a creator branded shaving cream. They are listening in 
And that's really where brands start to stand apart. And I go back to the authenticity and the community that we've built. Yeah, we had so young on the podcast back when that happened. And we talked about the success of that. So in the spirit of the competitive question, you know, you guys have been making headlines about your investment in commerce. It's one of the many reasons why we, we were excited to have you on the podcast. Some others who might be competing for budget are making headlines about deprioritizing commerce. So how is your approach different? Why do you think you're making the right bet? You know, for us, we've always been looking to what are we trying to build as a platform? And from TikTok's perspective, we're really looking to build a consumer first experience. And so I mentioned a little of what that means, which is the ability to seamlessly be able to go from discovery to purchase. So you see something and you can buy it. The other part of it is you can check out across multiple different brands with one shopping cart, which is something that we've been focused on as well. So we're really looking to build out this marketplace where you can go onto TikTok, you can find a number of different products from a number of different brands, add them all to your cart, and then check out at once. So from a consumer, it feels like a much more seamless experience. Wow, that sounds amazing. You know, folks have attempted to do that in the past. So why do you feel that TikTok has permission to win? We've seen success already on our platform in other markets, which you had mentioned before, Rachel, and you know, in the UK and in some of the Asian markets that we're working in right now. And so we're taking key learnings of things that went well, things that didn't go well, and we're really applying them to the US as we're testing. And we are seeing initial results. I can share with you another small business case study from the US, which is Lion Latch. It's a small business started by Laren Lockwood. And she was on Shark Tank, but she did not get a deal. She set up on TikTok shop. And in just four weeks, she sold 8,000 units. And so if you think about what that does to a business, that's why I say like, we're already seeing success on the platform. And again, we're still in our testing phase. So I have every bit of confidence in that what we're building, we're building communities now around products that people can just go and buy when they see it. Mark Cuban might've made the wrong decision. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sandy, we have to ask you our famous last question, which is what's the bravest thing that you've ever done? So I will turn it to something personal. I'm a big fan of face your fears. I always heard when I was growing up that if you face your fears, it helps you overcome them. And so I have a highly irrational fear of great white sharks. I think I saw Jaws when I was young or too young growing up. And so I went cage diving with great white sharks. I can tell you, I'm not sure that I'm over my fear. I have probably more respect for them than I ever did before. They are just genetically perfect in the way that they move and the way that they operate in the water and the way that they hunt. I would not want to be in the water with them if there was not a cage between us. But I would call that the bravest thing that I've ever done because it was really truly facing my my biggest fear. <laughs> Where'd you do that? In what part of the world? It was in South Africa in an area called Hans Bay, which is known for having the highest population of great white sharks. I also did that there. You did. I know how freaking scary and thrilling that experience is. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for your insights. I think everyone is watching TikTok as a place to drive commerce and to drive growth for overall business. So if you're not following Sandy on LinkedIn, follow her so you can uh, see the latest and greatest. And there are a lot of tips that Sandy just went through on how to succeed around the platform authenticity, the partnership that's required between the marketing and the sales organization. And so this is certainly an area to watch. Thanks so much, Rachel. Thanks, Sarah. Well, that was awesome. TikTok continues to rise 
in terms of a dominant player within social commerce. Just looking at Micmac data in 2019, TikTok was our 19th most trafficked source. And on any given day today, it's in the top three. So we all have to be paying attention to what's happening at TikTok. If you enjoyed this episode, who better than to actually learn from the marketers that are wildly successful at driving brand growth in TikTok right now? Please go check out in our history of episodes from Evolution of Smooth, the CMO So Young, who has built a real business on top of TikTok. And then also within the beauty category, Elf Cosmetics, the CMO Corey, who's done the same. It's a great take of two companies that are doing it well. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, share it with a colleague, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. If you expect your media investment to deliver clear, measurable results, Walmart Connect can help you get there with powerful analytics and the reach of America's number one retailer. Their closed-loop measurement uses Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to track the impact of your campaigns on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today and see how they can help make your media spend meaningful. Walmart Connect. More than media, meaningful connections. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Hi, I'm Jackie Cooper, Global Chief Brand Officer at Edelman and the host of Touch of Truth, a new podcast launching on the Adweek Podcast Network. My dad gave me this incredibly smart piece of advice, meet everyone once. As a result, I've met some of the most fascinating and inspiring people on the planet. Now on Touch of Truth, we're coming center stage and sharing the mic to experience stories of truth, insights and visions for the future that will challenge your way of thinking. Touch of Truth is available wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out every Tuesday. I do hope to see you there.